you know the drill by now. Flipping out, we are what six days, seven days in a row now. We're doing podcasts talking WrestleMania. <sighs> yesterday, yesterday, right? I didn't even connect my Yeti up. It was recorded on my laptop speakers. That's how unprepared I was. These shows, I feel like normally you can have a bit of structure to a podcast. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you, you get your notes, you lay out of the show. But here, I'm just literally plugging the microphone in and getting off because I feel like since. The Hall of Fame seems days ago, days ago, since like Tuesday, I've literally, probably even Monday because I watched Ross, I've literally just sat in here watching wrestling, replugging the microphone in, talking about it, quickly taking a little walk to Tesco's, getting a little bit of food, a couple of hours at work, I'm literally, if I'm not dreaming about wrestling when I'm sleeping, then there's something going on. Yesterday, yesterday, I fucking, I watched so many shows yesterday, so many matches, um, this morning I woke up early doors in the UK, which isn't going to be good because it's WrestleMania. That we didn't even start the show with that. WrestleMania is tonight. WrestleMania 37 night one tonight. Um, they've confirmed that Bianca and Sasha is main event in the show. Uh, Drew versus Lashley is going to open it. Which at first when I thought I've been complaining like, look, you've got to have it main event. Drew, they've done all this work with Drew. With the crowd, I said it wasn't a big WrestleMania main event WWE title match. And I think I've been proved right because they're having it open. Because they know opening the show, Drew is going to get that big pop that they desire. Which is, I'm excited for. There's no pre-show match tonight. Um, on SmackDown, they did the um, they did the Andre the Giant and the SmackDown titles. But I've not watched SmackDown yet because I've been knee-deep in the indies. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to probably watch my... I know he wins the matches. I already had that spoil on Twitter. But, yeah, so Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley's going to open the show the first match. I think it's kind of fitting in a way. I'll admit when I can be wrong. Like, the first match back in front of fans in the WWE ring is Drew McIntyre versus Lashley. Drew McIntyre, let's be honest, during those early few months of the pandemic where he, where we were stuck in the performance and he was the real star of that show, weren't he? Since the Thunderdome started, I think the, the shine's been took off on took off him and put on Roman, but if you actually go back and watch that show, he was the star of, Randy Orton was good as well, but he was the star of all those performance centre roars um, back in what, March until like August, so I know like a lot of us didn't watch much back then, but every segment that I watched with Drew in, he was really impressive in those segments, but yeah, so I'm excited, you know what I mean, It's I hope everyone's excited, nobody's bickering on Twitter, it's Wrestlemania, no matter even if you're not a WWE fan anymore, it's the best week, it's the biggest week, and tonight and tomorrow are the biggest shows of the year, as much as I love Wrestle Kingdom, as much as I enjoy AEW, Wrestlemania is bigger than Wrestle Kingdom, it's bigger than Double or Nothing. It's bigger than All Out. It's just the biggest wrestling show here. Biggest wrestling weekend of the year. I mean, the, everyone says the independence is done. I've had a great time watching some of these independent shows these last few days. Um, but yeah, Sasha, Bianca main eventing. Big news. I know a lot of people are happy about that. I personally stated I didn't think the feud was worthy enough to main event night one of Mania, which I don't think it is. I don't think any feud, though, really, on this night one is... Mate, do you know what I mean? There's nothing like Drew. Drew Bobby hasn't really been a feud. It's only been a few weeks, hasn't it? That's not really worthy of main event in Mania. The only match out for two nights, I'd say, yeah, that's a main event at WrestleMania. It's tomorrow's main event: Roman versus uh, Daniel Bryan versus Edge. Really excited for that one. That's definitely it's the one. The thing is, this WrestleMania, the cards. I don't think the cards are that good. Yeah, there's no match that I'm itching to see who wins. Itching to see what the match is like. This is just more like I'm just happy that there's going to be fans back for two nights in a row. 
I'm curious to see the reactions. It's just going to be interesting, isn't it? it they're like, is Ronda or Becky going to return? That story's been around. Um, obviously, it is so interesting that Bailey, at the time of recording, is not in a match at WrestleMania. Neither Charlotte. You've got Bailey, Charlotte not in matches. This is going to be like a Bailey talk segment. I'd be shocked if Bailey and Charlotte don't appear on these shows. There's rumours going around that Becky Lynch might be returning tonight. Ronda Rousey, she's always there. So that is exciting to go into. Hopefully something happens tonight. Maybe they'll save it for tomorrow. But I think they should do it for tonight because tonight's show is the show that I feel doesn't... Re it's the weaker of the two cards. But NXT TakeOver, if you looked at those cards before, everyone was saying Night 2 was the stronger card. And as we discussed on yesterday's podcast, Night 1 was the better of those two shows. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for tonight. I mean, that's why I'm doing the podcast a little bit earlier today because I don't want to be sat thinking, oh, I need to get this podcast done. I was actually, I was going to bottle it. I was going to not do a podcast today. I'm tired. I'm drained. There's so much wrestling that even now I've got this, I've got wrestling shows to watch. I need to go and get some food. I'd like to get a run in at some point because, do you know what I mean? Just, yeah, I just want to get a run in at some point. But yeah, it's exciting. I'm, I cannot tell I'm hyped. I'm hyped. WrestleMania weekend. I've just finished watching a fucking brilliant independent show uh, if you don't know the news john moxley at the end of that incredible nick gage ricky shane page all the match might not be forever on that incredible match at the main event of spring break last night john moxley came out confronted nick gage gave him the death rider through some light she was crowd going crazy um, and nick gage gets on the mic john moxley nick gage death match gcwr john moxley the guy is a hero the guy He's, in the space of a few years, casual, I remember when he first left WWE, people were like, I'm not really that interested in John Moxley. Look at the job he's done the last two years. He's like, in the, he's like, if you like the smart fan, he's like our heroes. Not saying I'm a smart fan, but he's turned into our heroes. He's, he's sat there, he's bleeding, I seen the tweets one put, he's bleeding to death uh, for being a blood sport show in front of no one. Well, a couple of hundred fans in a, what, a car park in the middle of Tampa, he's showing up. Death Rider throwing Nick Gage through some light tubes. He's he's just since leaving. He's living the life. Him. He's got Renee sat at home. He's got a kid on the way. He's throwing people through light tubes. He's having great blood sport matches. He's just having the time of his life. And if there's ever an advertisement for, if you're not happy in WWE, just leave. There's plenty out there for you. This John Moxley is the model for this. He's just. He's had an incredible few years, Annie, and this year especially, he's fucking everywhere, absolutely everywhere, as I'm just looking at the Wi-Fi saying that the signal's fucking low on that, fucking Wi-Fi, I pay a lot for my Wi-Fi, but the problem is the, the router's in the other room, so I'll, if it's blurry, then it's blurry, and it's one of them things, but, hey, right, so we need to get into, we need to get into the Joey Janela show, um, basically, I'm thinking, do I pause this show? But I can't really be asked editing. So if I've gone blurry, I've gone blurry. I tell you what, this is going to be an impromptu little run. I'm going to open the door. I'm in my boxes here, so hopefully, if I ain't picked up on camera, hopefully the Wi-Fi gets through here. But with the door open, it's a bit cooler. But hey, do you know what? People saying that's unprofessional of me leaving. I ain't asked seven podcasts, seven days in a row for a solo podcaster. It's hard work. Hard work. Tell you what, I respect these guys. What is it, Solo Monster and what is it, JD or whatever that do those shows. Respect to them, respect to them. Because I tell you what, it's a lot harder than you think, you know, doing these podcasts every day. They must put a lot of planning into these shows. So shout out to them two guys. I'm sure they're doing, so I'm sure there's other solo podcasters out there. But um, yeah, so I just want to talk. Basically, did, 
I just wanted to say, oh, I did a show seven days in a row, but I, well, let's see. I know like a lot of people might not be interested in the Indies, but I am, so you're going to have to listen to me talk about it. Um, I've watched some fucking matches. I've watched Juice Robinson and David Finley have a great tag team match in front of no one at one of these independent wrestling TV shows. Oh, Jesus Christ, I've watched everything. But one of the matches, um, I can't even think of the guy's name. Now, it seems that long ago. But I watched a really, really good match yesterday at the Independent Wrestling TV show. It was Daniel Garcia. And he was against... I can't think of the guy's name he was against. He was in the tag team match with uh, Juice Robinson, actually, at some point. But let's have a look. I think I would have put it on my Twitter. Maybe have I put it on Twitter? I don't know, anyway. But, yeah, Daniel Garcia was the semi-main event of... Um, the IWTV Reunion 2 show yesterday, and that was really, really good. Really good main event. I think I went about four stars in it, so yeah, definitely go and check out that match. Um, my Wi-Fi is doing my head in that it's fucking shit, but hey, at least the audio listeners are getting great audio out of this, aren't they? <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I mean, Bloodsport. Bloodsport, I think, I'm trying to think, did it take the mantelpiece of being the number two, the number two show of the weekend? I mean, the number one show of the weekend. I think, obviously, NXT Night 1 for me was show of the weekend, but Bloodsport, I had a great time watching that Bloodsport show. Leo Rush made his debut in Bloodsport, and I thought he looked great. He was against a guy I've never seen before called Yoya. Sorry if I've mispronounced that wrong, but they had a really, really fun match. Fun grappling, nice moves from Leo Rush. Um, Yoya was like the more, I think he, someone said that he'd had, the commentator said that he'd had like four MMA fights. But yeah, that was great. Really enjoyed that. We had a schluck super beastie sort of like, um, they set up a feud. I don't know if Bloodsport's going to run more regularly, but this was like, they come out and the guy just bites his shoe and then they ended the match in DQ. That was really good. I had a great time watching Bloodsport. Moxley versus Barnett felt big. The setting was amazing. It was much like the GCW show where this, it was like, I don't know, it's outside in it. It's at the Cuban club. It's just a great setting. It had gone dark. The crowd are going crazy. Both visual blood on Moxley on Barnett. Um, the end of the match comes when Bonner, he just repeatedly stamps the fuck out of Moxley's head and the referee stops it. Moxley wants to carry on, but it's like, oh, I remember a few years ago at Bloodsport, they did a Barnett against Suzuki and it, the whole thing was, look, are they going to carry on the match? And they did. I think they went to a time limit and they carried on for another, well, till like someone actually won the match. And that was really, really well done. Really good. Um... And I thought, are they going to do it again here with Moxley and Barnett? They did tease it, but I think, I think we're going to get a Moxley-Barnett 2 at a future Bloodsport show if they are indeed going to run these shows more regularly. You can tell Moxley, I just love the speech after where Barnett's like, look, this guy is not here for the paycheck. He's here to have a good time and entertain the fans. And yeah, it's a great moment. Moxley has just stole the show. There's Moxley, Walter... That Daniel Garcia seems to be in good matches whenever I've watched him. Those three have really come out. Well, he was already Moxley was already starting it, but they they're like the three guys that I see a lot of talk about um, coming out of these um, shows. But yeah, it was great. Go and watch Moxley Barnett. I, I'm not sure. I've seen people saying that it was taking over the mantle of match of the weekend. I'm not quite sure if I'd go that far, but it was definitely it was definitely. I don't know. It's tough because I think if I'm. Yeah, I think I'm still going with Walter versus um, Champa as the match of the weekend thus far. But Moxley and Barnett did push it very, very close. Really close. They had a really, really good match. So, yeah, I'm babbling a bit because I was just checking the lead score. Because Leeds were winning 1-0 last time I looked. 
um, away at Man City. Liam Cooper got sent off, and it was ne- Neil sent me a video of it. And it was never a red card. Our City have equalised to- uh, Torres, 76th minute. Leeds did well to hang on for that long. If you're not a football fan, you're probably wondering what is this guy bobbling on about. But hey. But yeah, go and watch Moxley v Barnett. I'd recommend Leo Rush versus Yoya from that show as well. Um, the opening, the opening women's match was really good, um, and I enjoyed the Schluck Super Beast contest as well. So yeah, Bloodsport was a really, really good show. Moxley Barnett stole the show in a great main event. Um, so yeah, so last night after I'd watched this, I thought I need to get some sleep here. But there was so many independent wrestling shows going on. I thought, Do you know what? I'm gonna check some stuff out. I watched a really good Danny Garcia match. I watched a little bit of No Peace Underground. Um, but yeah, there was some really good stuff. And I watched the the pre-show for the Joey Janela Spring Break. But yeah, this Spring Break show, I mean, Spring Break from 2019, I think I said was definitely the show of the weekend um, at the last WrestleMania with Independence on um, in New York. And I was annoyed I didn't go to it. We went to NXT. T- I enjoyed. We went to NXT TakeOver instead, which I suppose everyone refers to that NXT New York as like a classic show. Live, I don't know something about some WWE arena shows. You just get a better experience, I think, at a great indie show. But that's just me. Um, But yeah, I might be wrong. I know people think the atmosphere is amazing at NXT. But when you're in the actual building... I don't know if it's just where we were sat. We was like behind the hard cam. And I didn't think the atmosphere was that good. But... Well, that might just be me. Because it came across ridiculously loud on TV. But in the building, I didn't feel it was like that. Um, so I will definitely be going to Joy Janela. Well, it's Ricky Shane Page's spring break. Uh, but that's what I'll be going to in Dallas next year. But yeah, this show was... I'm not going to run for everything. But there was like things I like. The opener was Starboy Charlie versus Billy Starks. We saw Starboy Charlie face Jimmy Lloyd in the main event of Jimmy Lloyd's Degeneration F um, the other day. And these two, I think, both 18, the story's going into it. Obviously, it's an agenda match. It was a nice back and forth match. Um, and yeah, I enjoyed it. I think I went about three stars for this. But... I'm not going to run for everything, but there was a match that I just fucking loved. It was 15 to 20 minutes of these Lucha guys just going fucking crazy. Jim Cornette would have been having a fucking disaster watching this, but there's just some of the moves that it was. Aramis, Laredo Kid, who you've seen on AEW, and Dragon Bane against Arrest, Taurus, and Gringo Loco. Six-man tag Lucha match, and it was just insane. I mean... I don't know, was it Dragon Bane who came out to Gorilla's Clint Eastwood? And I was like, 9 o'clock this morning, you've got your first coffee of the day, and you're listening to a wrestler come out, so I ain't happy. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. Oh, I was just like, yeah, this is fucking brilliant. And yeah, the match itself was amazing. There's like moonsault frog splashes. They're just going crazy. Um, yeah, definitely go and check this out. The six-man tag, I think it was the second match into the Joey, into the Joey, it's, that's just habit, into the Ricky Shane Page uh, spring break show was just fucking brilliant. I went 4.25. Go and watch this match. One of the matches of the weekend. It's not a storytelling match, obviously. It just feels like a WrestleMania weekend match. Something you'd see at these WrestleCon Super Shows where there's just six... Do you know what I mean? Indie guys, Lucha guys, just going fucking mental. It's like the Penta Phoenix match of, like, the WrestleMania weekend. That's why I absolutely loved it. Might not be everyone's cup of tea, but go and watch this match. Fucking brilliant. Um, Jordan Oliver versus Blackheart Leo Rush. Leo Rush was doing his Blackheart gimmick. Thought it sort of, like, hindered the match a little bit. Leo Rush's entrance was amazing, though, by the way. Um, but, yeah, I'm a fan of Jordan Oliver. I've enjoyed some of his stuff this weekend. And the match went a little bit too long for me, though. I think it went 25 minutes. It sort of killed the crowd. Leo Rush tapped him out. 
Um, and then we, what I like about GCW is they give us the video packages. They're not stupid. They know that like a lot of people don't watch all the stuff they're going to tune into these spring break shows. Sorry, and we get the video packages, which was really good because I knew nothing about. It. I never heard of it. Full explore. I'd never heard of any of these two wrestlers going into it. Masada against Atticus, um, the two deathmatch death wrestlers. The match is not my cup of tea, but. I can see that it was good. They worked hard. They put themselves through fucking horrible pain. There's toothpicks going in. There's, to there's a toothpick board. A toothpick board. What the fuck? Skewers. I've never seen the skewer gimmick that apparently seems to be in now at the moment. The skewers going into each of his heads. It was brutal. I say it's not for me, but you've got to respect him. It was a, it, it was interesting. My eyes were glued to the TV. So yeah, I did enjoy this one. It was all right. Although I say it wasn't my sort of match. Uh, we got, is it Lee, Lee Morietti against Rich Swan? I was hoping for a bit more of this. The crowd seemed tired. I've heard a lot about this Lee Morietti. He had a really breakout weekend at the, uh, whatever the, those indie shows in October in Minneapolis, was it? He was like the star of that weekend. It was a bit of a nothing match, really. I don't know if Rich Swan's saving himself for Kenny Omega, but yeah. It was a bit of a nothing match, but it was fine, it was fine. Um, Joey Janela versus Chris Dickinson. I tweeted out Chris Dickinson's fucking everywhere. They explained the story of this match going in. Uh, it was a fun brawl. It was the third match in a third match of the night with doors in, but just exactly what you'd expect with a Joey Janela spring break match. Chair shots, blood, ladder spots. It was brutal, um, and Joey Janela taps out Chris Dickinson. Uh, three and a half on that. Really good stuff. I enjoyed it. Janela offered a handshake, but Dickinson spits at him. Now, I want to talk about the main event. I've probably missed a few matches, but this main event... Nick Gage versus Ricky Shane Page. I think it's fair to say they're not two technical wrestlers. There's scaffolding out, light tubes out. They show us why the match is taking place. Nick Gage comes up. Nick Gage's entrance is always impressive. If you've not seen it, you need to go and see it. We've got Ricky Shane Page coming out to bring me the horizon. I was sat there watching it. It's dark. The crowd are going crazy. They've got a great song in the background as Ricky Shane Page is making his entrance. And I was like, I'd love to be in the fucking middle of that. 12 pints in, fucking having a great time, Neil fucking abusing everyone in the crowd, it'd be fucking brilliant, um, but yeah, great entries, the thing that, to me, can define a great independent match, the crowd were on their feet the entire fucking match, four hours into the show, they were four hours into this, they're on the feet, the match itself, it was a great story, as I say, I'm not a light tube fan, match fan, but this was great for what it was, light tubes, glass, blood, they're throwing glass at each other. They're just kicking the shit out of each other. They're carving stuff in the backs. It was, I, I say, it's not my ideal type of match, but I can appreciate it. And I loved it. I'm going to be honest, I'm probably the high man. I went four and a half stars on this. I just loved it. It was exactly what a WrestleMania main event of, Janelle, of uh, the spring break. I keep saying Janela spring break. And the spring break show should be. The Wi-Fi is low, which is pissing me off. But hey, I need to get this show done. They climb to the scaffolding, they throw Ricky Shane Page off the scaffold, and he doesn't go through the table, he goes through the glass, the light tubes, there's loads of run-ins, it's just absolutely crazy. We get that Atticus out with his skewers, puts him into Nick Gage, like very much like mine, into his bowl there, and I was like, oh shit, this is fucking crazy. Um, pile driver through the glass, he kicks out, Nick Gage hits his finisher, um, one of the promoters counts the fall, it reminded me a bit of when Paul Heyman counted the RVD. Um, pinfall, but yeah, what a war, absolute war, a classic GCW WrestleMania main event, but it did not end there, because after MD, after um, Nick Gage spray paints MDK on the belt, some music hits, and nobody knows who it is, it's John fucking Moxley, 
And they come out, and like Moxie's like the head to head. They're just like, yeah, I respect you, I respect you, blah, blah, blah. And as he's turning to walk away, Nick Gage flips him off, shouts, fuck Ohio, which is great because the theme of the show was the Ohio show and that Nick Gage was feuding with these guys from Ohio. And obviously that's where Moxley's from. Um, I just thought it was great. They beat the shit out of each other. Death Rider through the, gl the glass. It was just amazing. It was a WrestleMania weekend moment. I'm gutted that I weren't there. And we are getting Nick... Nick... Sorry, flipping out. I stuttered on Nick Gage. Because I would wrote Cage. And I was like, Cage? It's not Christian. Nick Gage versus John Moxley in a real fucking death match, mate. I can't wait for that. Hopefully, they can save it till next year's Mania. But I doubt it. That will be coming in the upcoming months. Fucking great show. I think Spring Break for me is my favourite show of WrestleMania weekend. Now, people say the independents are done. Yeah, they're not. Bloodsport, Spring Break, two great independent shows. I'm about to go and watch. I'm going to go to the shop, get a little salad, you know what I mean? Some healthy food in me. Maybe a few Aero Mint Balls. And I'm going to watch the Ricky... Not Ricky Shane Page. Ricky Shane Page is on the mind! I'm going to watch... Is it Violence and Suffering? The card for that looked really fucking tasty. So I'm going to watch that. Um, I've got this podcast done... Go back. If you want to keep up to date with my story for this WrestleMania weekend, stuck in what appears to be sunny Preston, we've had po a podcast on Sunday talking about Sakura Genesis. Tuesday, we did Raw. Where fucking all the days are all merged into one. Wednesday, we previewed TakeOver. Thursday, we reviewed TakeOver. Friday, we reviewed TakeOver. Saturday, I'll give you a run-through of all the independent shows you need to watch. What are you waiting for? Hit that subscribe button. I will be back tomorrow talking day one of WrestleMania weekend. Might do a live video, um, might do, I'm going to try to at Neil's on Sunday night. And I will be back Tuesday, Wednesday to review everything from WrestleMania weekend, including that night too, so I can get my thoughts in. Because I will be probably starting drinking tomorrow night. So yeah, tomorrow, get ready, we'll be reviewing WrestleMania night one. Find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Oh, well, you're obviously fucking, you're already on YouTube if you're watching the video version. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, you already know. But hit that subscribe button. Hit the like button if you listen on YouTube. We are at Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash Daniel Ball Wrestling. I am going, I am hyper. I'm going to go and get a salad down me and watch the Suffering and Violent Show, if that even is the name of the show. But hey, six days in a fucking row. I'm tired, people. I'm tired. Follow us on Twitter, at Daniel what even is Daniel Ball Pod? It's right up there in the top corner. I'm drained. I'm fucking got wrestling on the brain. I'm not even watching Preston versus Brentford. If you listen to the show, you know I'm a huge Preston North End fan. I'm watching wrestling over North End v Brentford. Hope the video, when it, I upload it, it hasn't been blurry, but I've got the Wi-Fi sign up, which is fucking annoying, but hey, I ain't letting anything kill my spirit. I'm in a great fucking mood. We've got two nights of WrestleMania ahead of us, and yeah... Speak to you tomorrow. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks for the continued support. Yeah. Thank you. WrestleMania 37. I ain't happy. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine. In a bag, I'm useless. But not for long, the future is coming on. I ain't happy. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine. In a bag, I'm useless. But not for long, the future is coming on, it's 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 coming on.
Finally, someone let me out of my cage Now, time for me is nothing cause I'm counting no A's Nah, I couldn't be there Nah, you shouldn't be scared I'm good at repairs And I'm under each snare Intangible Bet you didn't think so I command you to Panoramic view Look, I'll make it all manageable Pick and choose Sit and lose All you different crews Chicks and dudes Who you think is really kicking tunes Picture you getting down in a picture too Like you lit the fuse You think it's fictional, mystical, maybe Spiritual hero who appears in you to clear your view yeah. when you're too crazy. Lifeless to those the definition for what life is. Priceless to you because I put you on the hype shit to like it. Gun smoke, you're righteous with one token. Psychic among those possess you with one go. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless, but not for long. The future is coming on. Ain't happy. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless, but not for long. The future is coming on. It's coming on. It's coming on. It's coming on. It's coming on. The essence, the basics, without it you make it Allow me to make this child like in nature Rhythm, you have it or you don't, that's a fallacy, I'm in them Every sprouting tree, every child of peace, every cloud and sea You see with your eyes and see destruction and demise Corruption in the skies from this enterprise Now I'm sucked into your lives through rust, so not as muscles But percussion he provides with me as a guide Y'all can see me now cause you don't see with your eye You perceive with your mind, that's the end So I'ma stick around with rust and be a mentor But the few rhymes of mother comes to remember what the thought is I brought all this so you can survive when law is lawless Feeling sensations that you thought was dead No squealing, remember Hey, it happened I'm feeling glad I got sunshine In a bag, I'm useless But not for long, the future is coming on Hey, In a bag, I'm useless, but not for long. My future is coming on, it's coming on, it's coming on, it's coming on, it's coming on. My future is coming on, it's coming on, it's coming on. My future is coming on, it's coming on, it's coming on. My future.